Hi, thanks for tuning in to Holy Spirit Feed. I'm Jen Johnson. I'm excited to share what God has been showing me. I'm praying that your spiritual ears and eyes will be open to hear and see what Holy Spirit has for you. Welcome back to Holy Spirit Feed. I'm Jen Johnson. Thanks for joining in today. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. That's Romans 8.1. If the enemy can get you stuck in what you did wrong yesterday, you will never step into your tomorrow. Jesus bought all sin on the cross. You don't even have the right to regard past sin as something to be regarded. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 16 and 17, it says, From now on, therefore, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we once regarded Christ according to the flesh, we regard him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Amen. That's awesome. The new has come. Psalm 103.12 says, He has removed our sin as far from us as the east is from the west. Now, yes, we don't ignore the presence of wrong behavior, meaning, oh, I can do whatever I want because it's paid for. No. And in fact, Romans 5 verses 20 and 21 and chapter 6, 1 and 2, and actually before I read these, these verses actually roll together. Just because they aren't in the same chapter doesn't mean they don't go together and that we shouldn't read them together. So when you read the Bible, make sure that you read before and after chapter breaks to make sure that you aren't missing something big. Anyway, Romans 5, 20, 21, and then 6, 1 and 2, Paul says, But where sin increased, grace increased all the more, so that just as sin reigned in death, so also grace might reign through righteousness to bring eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Paul's saying by no means, right? So of course, just because grace is there does not mean that we step into sin because that's no longer who we are. But we do, however, tell the testimony of what went wrong in the past through the filter of the blood. Jesus' blood eradicated the sin, and now you are a new creation with the grace to sin no more. Let's talk about the woman that was caught in adultery for a minute. So Jesus, you know, he didn't say, now go and think about what you did every day for the rest of your life. No, he said, go and sin no more. And he says the same to us. Don't carry past sin. Shame has no place in your life. Don't get stuck in the muck of past failure. Move forward and start today. I'm going to read a verse in Luke 9. Basically, Jesus is talking to the disciples about the cost of following him. He's like, you'll have to let some things go in order to follow me. You know, salvation is free. But then in Philippians, it talks about how we work out our salvation. Anyway, that's another podcast. But in Luke 9, verses 62, it says, But Jesus told them, Anyone who puts a hand to the plow and then looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. The past, P-A-S-T, is in the past. It's passed away, P-A-S-S-E-D. That time is gone. 
It's under the blood and it's paid for. And we cannot, and also we don't have to revisit it. We have freedom from that. Proverbs 26.11 says, As a dog returns to its vomit, so fools repeat their folly. So that is an interesting verse. Not only repeat as in do it again, but look at this in a different way. Sometimes we go over our past mistakes and bad choices in our head, or we even repeat them, like we say them out loud, like, oh, I'm not good at math, or I failed that test, I'm not a good test taker, or I always do bad at interviews, I'm always nervous around people I don't know. I could go on and on with the stuff that people say that doesn't line up with what God says about them. (laughs) It's really ridiculous. I mean, when you stop and think about some of the things that we say, it's like, what? That has nothing to do with the word of God. It does not align. All right. Anyway, um, we need to stop repeating and repeating our failures and start something new today. We're going to make another choice. We're going to let it go. You know, like Frozen. Like there's a reason why that song is so popular because we should let things go. You can't do anything about your past anyway, but you can change your today and your tomorrow. Philippians 3, 12 through 15 says, But I press on to take hold of that which Christ took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward, in Jesus Christ. Now, we're not saying don't make amends and don't say you're sorry. Ask for forgiveness if you've wronged someone, but then move on. God has already forgiven you. Go to him, repent, admit that you came out of agreement with him and into agreement with the enemy, and declare that starting today, you're aligning every thought with Jesus. 2 Corinthians 10.5, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Start today. Jesus paid it all. Sin left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. We all know that song. So what is it? Either washed white as snow and thrown into the depths of the ocean or not. Every time you feel shame and bring regret back up into your mind, you are undoing his finished work. Now, you can't, of course, undo his finished work. You don't have that much power to undo what Christ did on the cross. But if you don't believe it, if you don't believe that it is finished, then it won't help you. Oh, praise the one who paid my debt and raised this life up from the dead. He didn't do that so that you could live in regret every day. He died not for sin, but unto life. So start today, step into abundant life, that Zoe life that God offers us. So speaking of Zoe or Zoe life, I was at the store recently with my great niece and her name is Zoe and she is nine years old. And I'll tell you what, she is wise beyond her years. We were at Aldi and if you don't have an Aldi in your town, it's just a small store. So generally You just go in one direction. You start at the entrance and typically just follow the path normally. Well, I had forgotten something, so I turned around and I started to go backwards. And Zoe looks at me and very adamantly says, you are not supposed to go back in life. 
you are only supposed to go forward. <laughs> I was like, whoa, no truer words have ever been spoken inside of Aldi, right? That was so funny. But you know what? She didn't know that I was working on this podcast, talking about not looking backward, but starting today and moving forward. But I immediately thought of it. The Lord immediately brought that to my mind. It was like God was giving me confirmation about this episode. So I said to her, I said, hey, I'm going to quote you in my podcast, girl. So here is a shout out to nine-year-old Zoe. You go, girl. (laughs) All right. So, hey, if you guys know anyone that maybe it seems like they have gotten stuck in the past or they have a lot of regret or even if it's someone that doesn't usually, but they just need a reminder that we need to let things go and move forward. So go ahead and share this if the Lord brings someone to mind. I'm going to go ahead and close with something I saw on a Toyota commercial recently, and I thought, this is perfect. So here it is. You don't need to be amazing to start, but you do need to start to be amazing. You don't need to be amazing to start, but you do need to start to be amazing. So start today.